Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this After Lodge banter. Welcome to episode 234 of the After Lodge podcast. This is After Lodge Harlan. Joining you from the packed After Lodge studio with my partner in crime, worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening. Sir John of the right right, the correct right, the pillbox right. And that's it. That's everybody. Yeah. Really? There are no adoring throngs. Man, I don't think we've had three people on the show since like episode two. been a while yeah right yeah so uh one might ask uh what what do do we even what are we even doing here y'all i assume we came here to kvetch about our past week as we have done for the last 233 shows but right but uh, i yeah i don't even know where to begin with that (laughs) y'all i've been living in fresh hell Fresh hell. We're all di- we're all disgruntled and 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 you know rightly assembled. So yeah, yeah, marginally my, my, assembled. My hell's pretty fresh, Harlan. I would I would yes. I would almost <laughs> compare my hell to your hell. Uh, my hair, yeah. my hell just doesn't pay. So uh, for those of you who got your uh, influenza vaccine, as the man tells you, you should do. Uh, those don't always you wasted work. your money. Well, I don't. So I don't think I did. The my my daughter ended up with the flu because you know she attends her educational studies in a petri dish, like all of the other public school kids, <laughs> and uh, she had the flu. I heard there was uh, an, like an overwhelming amount of people who got the shot and still got the flu this year. Yeah, although our physician insists that uh, you know she would have had the flu for way longer and more severe had she not had the shot. So I'll take her at her word for that you know he's a he's a doctor or her she's a doctor yeah you know my daughter she wouldn't see a man doctor she's not even convinced that boys can be doctors Um, (laughs) yeah so she told her brother like i guess boys can be doctors um anyway so she's kind of over that but I've been living in the the fun festiveness that is that for a while now. Uh, and then I got to play Tooth Fairy last night because uh, she lost her first tooth and then her second tooth in the same night. Um, and you what, have witnessed nothing. You all having like a fight club? What? what? Yeah. No, just uh, it's how she does things. You know, go big or go home. So then I uh, kids went to bed and I put on her. Uh, fairy ballet wings uh, and my Thomas Jefferson powdered wig uh, threw some glitter over myself uh, in, in my underpants and uh, started to ranger crawl into her room to get the tooth because, you know, <laughs> our floors are really squeaky, so you can't just like, walk in there. Fortunately, my wife stopped me and explained to me how I was going to scar our beloved daughter for a few <laughs> lifetimes. So and, uh, <laughs> So then I I went back I went back to our room and man imagine how messed up she'd be if she saw that the tooth fairy was a guy. Yeah. That was that would destroy her views on everything. <laughs> yeah. So uh that's that's basically been my world and uh getting ready for our uh our big installation of officers. That's uh, yeah, and discovering, uh, as I was telling Bruce before the show, uh, today I was reminded of one of the consequences of uh, substantial weight loss is the change in your body's alcohol processing. 
So uh, that that one and a half <laughs> drinks after work um, wasn't like I'm I'm accustomed to. Uh, you'll note that I am uh, drinking coffee during our recording this week. <laughs> um, Slacker. Yeah. So I uh, I guess I'll get used to that eventually. Um, I, I hopped on the scale for my humble brag and i am uh, now down 60 pounds so wow that's impressive the work continues i didn't even know you had that to lose another no 10 to 20 to go yep so there's my uh, humble brag well now that jeff's gone i'm starting to feel like the fat guy <laughs> no, no 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 don't worry you're good john oh okay where is Jeff? Did, I got is you. he still uh, working on his uh, on his Amiga system or his? Uh, what was he trying to hook up earlier? They like shipped him of... some new monitors for their computers because the ones they had broke. But he was talking about terminals. Like I haven't. Uh, I, I was gonna ask. I like I don't know what, what that means. This is it... play port for doesn't that run to a digi board with a parallel cable? Like what? Uh I'm thinking he's just using old tech because he said it would. It, the only out he had was VGA. So yeah, but you know, he uh, said terminal, and I was thinking of like you know, like terminals, right? Like like a computer citadel. Yeah, like like dumb terminals. Like the I, I made the joke in our uh, group chat about uh, he's still working on his Y60, which I'm deeply familiar with because my uh, first job in IT, I got to deal with a lot of those. And I'm not as old as you would think. Uh, my first job in IT was in 2003. And, uh, <laughs> the company I worked for was still rocking some uh, nice digi boards and Y60 terminals. And yeah, good old SCO Unix. Yeah, when I was not near as old as he sounds. Those were hot shit. Yeah, but well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We also still use single channel radios, so I mean, Tex Avery was still drawing cartoons. Yes, <laughs> and alive because I'm pretty sure he's he's dead, right? I would assume okay. so. Yeah, Bob Hope is still doing the USO tours. We had only had uh, one president impeached. That <laughs> <laughs> was so long ago. Yeah, yeah, arguably, yeah, that's it. Yep. Ah, is that uh, Andrew Johnson, right? Yep. I would I would like to point out for our gentle listeners, there have been three presidents that now have been impeached by the House, but five total in the history of the United States. Pardon me while I'm counting my fingers. Buchanan was the first. Everybody misses that one. Oh, well... Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But wait, did, there's your yeah. that's your little PSA for the day. Yeah, okay. So now we have five. Um although I, I suspect for the for the next uh several administrations we'll we'll be adding a few more. I uh foresee this being a recurring event uh every every party swap now. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Um, well, you know, cause that's how politics works, right? You set a precedent and then, and, you know, well, they did it. So blah, blah, blah. You're right. Kind of like no president's going to appoint Supreme court nominees in his last 18 months in office ever again. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that change. There was a, a very informative, bit that came out today and i did not save a link it was uh uh, what we missed so while everybody's been focused on the uh, circus that is the house of representatives there was like a big list of all these these big government corruption type stories that just no one talked about yeah that's how it works why why are we well john i told you about uh, my alcohol issue now you're because i have to get more of my own oh oh i'm gonna hurl (laughs) hold the camera still damn it I am. You're the one who's moving. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn my monitor off. 
<laughs> much that, better. That, that does it with, there, like, we can there. still I'll... see you. Much better. <laughs> it does yeah. nothing to help us, Harlan. <laughs> You'll still be able to hear me vomit. They'll be able to see. Oh it. God, I don't even want to think about that. I've been cleaning up enough of that too. Ugh. <laughs> you never know the things that you'll do for children until, well, until you do. You them. have them, and then, then you're doing them, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> swimming in puke. This is a thing. Right, I never which thought I'd which do is it. then what makes you do things like this? Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, Ooh, Woodford Reserve Rye. Nice. Yeah. Um, I really want to drink right now, John. <laughs> Welcome to every moment of my life, Harlan. This is, this is my this is my normal drinking hour. But so so normally I have a drink or two and then I go to sleep. So today it was one of those you know like five thirty things and. I'm very seldom awake to know what this feels like a few hours later uh, since I've lost half of my personhood. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or it could have been the uh, the old Bartons we were drinking because that stuff doesn't really Ugh. sit well. Ugh. No, my gusta. God, that no. was your boss's? Well, I didn't say he likes me. Damn, man. I know he's got the good stuff. At home, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> right. no, that's, the, that's the stuff he keeps in the bottom drawer for, for people like Harlan. You know. Yeah. That's, that's like asking, thing. you know, hey, you want a drink of Scott? Sure. And then somebody breaks out Lafroig. I mean, I've got I've got uh some cheap ass Johnny Walker I keep in my drawer, so black at least. Uh, you know, I actually don't know. It's been so long since I've looked at it. <laughs> There's also a box of stale cigars in there. You know, should the occasion ever arise. One day I'm going to win a case and then we'll be able to use those. Right. And you guys are going to light it up, get one drag, and it's going to go like a runaway flame to somebody's head because it's like smoking Maybe. a I mean, I, bag of hay. I have to, I have to have a, a legal victory first and, uh, you know, that'll happen one day. Maybe when I get on the government side, then I'll win all the time. You can't lose. You don't have to follow the rules. You that's, can't that's, lose. I mean, I've got everything on my side, right? Well, I did. I, I really, really would love can't to lose. do. Uh, I really love to do a special prosecutor position, but I can't seem to get one. So you know the the guy they call in when it's like one of the cops or the DAs employees or whatever that's uh going up for trial Ooh. i would i would have a big time with that <clears throat> that's that'd, that'd be yeah, yeah. Cir- that'd be right in my wheelhouse <laughs> circumstances where i wouldn't mind being a prosecutor <laughs> all right officer what would you do <laughs> if you were on this side of the table <laughs> let's just start our deal with that yeah ah but I, uh, I've had no such luck in, in that. Probably because everybody knows what an awful lawyer I am. Well, yep. self-awareness is the first yeah. step. In your defense, Harlan, there's no such thing as a good lawyer. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, mm, mm, yeah, okay. Nope. Um, nope. I, I was you can... Kibitz and kvetch about that all you want. Nope. I was trying to think about uh no, I've got I've got nothing. So yeah, that's uh what we've been doing. Bruce has been uh delivering milk for Amazon. And there's a lot of milk. Although really since Amazon it's not is eggnog delivering oh dude, there's eggnog, there's cottage cheese, there's sour cream, there's coffee creamer, there's there's the lactose-free milk. There's the acidophilus milk with the green cap. That's a that's a kind of a rarity. You got to pay extra for that one. I suddenly feel like going into a Lewis Black routine about the milk thing. Yeah, there's a lot of milk. I mean, some of that's probably Hanukkah milk, right? No, no. Is that a thing? You said Lewis well, Black, and it made me think of his uh, his whole bit about you know Christmas is awesome and Hanukkah sucks. <laughs> 
Well, Hanukkah is stacked and there's kind of just a filler holiday due to peer pressure. I, yeah. It's not one of the important ones. We've had this discussion. Well, no, he did I'm, a whole I'm bit. I'm a Gentile and I know it's not one of the important it, ones, but it's made important. Lewis, Lewis Black did a whole bit about the, uh, it's like the back to school holiday when you get like socks. And the <laughs> next day it's like pencils. Right. And then, uh, yeah. And then you see all your friends with like their remote control cars. And you're like, Christmas is awesome and Hanukkah sucks. Yeah, basically, unless you're, you know, my kids, because their mother is uh, a good mother. And so, yeah, they're having a good time. I did the bills today and I'm not. Uh, some of those packages, <laughs> Bruce, are her fault. <laughs> I In feel fact, like they're all her fault. Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> there are 16 of them that are her fault. And there were only yeah. 14 packages. Oh, wow. So somebody else got them. No, I love this time of year. Um, well, at least they're getting delivered down there, unlike here last year. Oh, they are. So the lady that uh, delivers our milk is, uh, she's she's determined. Like I really am uh, trying to come up with an appropriate thing to to leave for her because I I come home late. Like I roll in at like seven p.m. and then like she's still going, like halfway down the street. I'm like, oh, oh, this lady. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she may just be taking advantage of the Christmas overtime, but possibly we, we got a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, Amazon ships uh, ships a lot of milk this time of year. Santa Claus and all those cookies. Right. No, it's it's not it's not uncommon on bad nights to have carriers out at nine o'clock out of here. Yeah, but you know, the rest of the year you're done at like eleven a.m. So. I mean, yeah. I, I had one ring my doorbell two days ago at 7.30 in the morning to drop off a package that needed a signature. Why didn't she just and he's like, it go? Well, he, That's how well, they do it in your neighborhood, right? Well, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> they except, only do that during business hours, Harlan. They except, actually attempt it when it's outside of those hours. Right, except unlike it being an Irish necklace, it was actually a set of pots and pans, so it's not like this asshole could scan it, shove it in his bag, and walk down the road. And uh, But he said, yeah, this is my last one for the day, and now I have to, you know, I'm, I'm done with my packages. I'm like, it's 7.30, I've answered the door in my pajamas, I, I, I feel like a slacker. Rain, hail, sleet, snow, or Christmas? No, Christmas definitely hail. keeps us from the appointing, appointed... Yeah, I don't know how it goes. You would think I would know that. It's all good. I mean, you know, does it all just dramatically drop off like on the twenty sixth? Yeah. No, there's there's gonna be nothing. It's gonna be there's gonna be tumbleweeds in that office next week. Good until the returns start kicking in. Well, yeah. No, I mean, come the first couple of weeks of the new year, people are gonna be spending like their gift cards, and there's this kind of second wave of. All the stuff that people didn't buy for Christmas the first time. I don't know. Makes sense. Well, this is uh, more of a lull time for me. So courts are closed. All the big wig executive types are on vacation. And uh, I'm just playing catch up. I might actually get some minutes done for Lodge. (laughs) Might actually post a podcast episode, maybe. Novel, maybe, maybe it's not. Uh, see, I might, ahead of I might actually be able to get my uh rewriting of our state constitution done for commandry oh. this coming weekend. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, not not like our actual. No, it's like, wait a minute, John, is there something you're not telling me? <laughs> no, no, I'm not stupid enough to run for public office and do that kind of thing. I thought maybe the lodge still ran stuff up there. It can't even run itself. Which is why John was elected master for the 87th time. <laughs> you know, I wasn't... My even... new lodge runs just fine. I yeah. going to say anything. Good. Um, so I probably could have invited our uh, master elect. He might have hopped on this evening. I always have these ideas when we're already like in the show. Mid-flight. That that he would be better to have on like the the week after he's been installed. That way we can 
start pressuring him about his plans and all that. Right now, he can pretend like he doesn't have them. Do you think we're all going to get a folder like the year Mike was master? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I remember hearing about this. <laughs> the clipboards, maybe. Your duties and responsibilities for the year. You know, I didn't take that as a miss as everyone else did, but I guess it's because I'm his brother, maybe. I, I don't know. No, it's because you're a lawyer and you're a robot, and that's the kind of thing you love. If you could condense your entire life onto a checklist on a spreadsheet, you're, you, you'd you be living oh, in God, paradise. So much simpler. <laughs> yes, they, they would be simpler. If, if, if Harlan never had to think about life. what to do, if he could just check things off down a list as he goes through his day, it would be bliss. So so you laugh, but I pretty I, much I live like that now. Bruce, you, you, just, you just described a bureaucrat. Like, <laughs> I'm just like saying. I wake up. I wake up in the morning and uh, my phone, thanks to the wonders of Google Calendar, says, uh, you know, you're supposed to be doing this in 15 minutes. And then then I do that and I just move from one block to the next block in my patchwork multicolor calendar of the day until eventually it tells me I can go home. And uh, I spend maybe one day a week arranging all of those little patches on the calendar and then... Uh, when the week comes, that's basically what I do. I just go check the boxes. <laughs> I go from one block to the next block to the next. Block. Yeah. So when people ask me what I'm doing on a given day and then there's that awkward pause, it's it's because I'm asking Google. Like I don't actually know what I'm doing past like today. So let me look. <laughs> uh, it's simpler, though. right? Less thinking. Leaves me more time to daydream. I mean, yeah, like like nobody's gonna agree with you that it's better. That's that's pretty much a you thing, but yeah, it, it's that, definitely yeah. simpler. Well, simple is, uh, I guess if if I was gonna go with the uh, with the keystone metaphor, right? Like simple is my uh, my stone. Keystone or lodestone? It's needed. Well, yes. Wait, I was gonna call you out for northern jurisdiction nonsense, but uh, <laughs> you're not. So. Wrong, sir. I guess either works. I mean, you can call me out for being a Yankee, but I mean, not northern jurisdiction. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, in spite of what uh, we here in Western Pennsylvania <laughs> like to think, we're uh, kind very of very mature, Yankees. John. <laughs> I happen to like my pike in the Scottish right. I like the northern jurisdiction. Although I can't poke too much fun because I've got a valley as close to them as my valley here in St. Paul. So, Wait, really? I thought it was like on the other side of a lake. No, I just have a, a river that separates us. From Canada? From well, from Wisconsin, so yeah, pretty oh, wait, much it is, might as well be a different country. Wisconsin is northern jurisdiction, aren't they? Yep, huh? It, it's the northwest uh boundary of the northern jurisdiction. I always uh, I always forget that there are, are some actual western portions to that jurisdiction. <laughs> I always think it's like Maine and New England, and yeah, that's it. But I guess there are a few more. I mean, hell, they got Indiana, don't they? And Chicago. Yeah. 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 So it's not Maybe the we Mississippi should, uh, River then. Well, today I learned. Kind of is. Up we to should. Minnesota. Then they just kind of use the Minnesota boundary. We need to start squeezing them for territory, John. <laughs> Like we could just stage an invasion and just start like pushing them inward. Yeah, from Minnesota. If I, being from Minnesota, if I'm going to invade Wisconsin to push them anywhere, it's going to be push them towards to 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 Canada, and say, "Here, take this." Yeah, but the Canadians don't want that. No, see, that's the thing is, I like Canada too much. I wouldn't do that to them. <laughs> we have Pike in our right. I think they do anyway. I actually know nothing of the Scottish Rite in Canada. They have a Scottish Rite, right? 
I no idea. Maybe right. Google. Tell me what I, I know. Need. They have Commandery. <laughs> Canada. Oh, they do have a Scottish Rite. Scottish Rite Canada. Ca. Uh, and their website is um, okay. Copyright nineteen ninety eight. That makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> um, I'm starting to think this might be legit. Yeah, I think it's the real deal. Like this was a top notch design in nineteen ninety eight. I mean, they got drop down menus and a top bar. The whole thing. Once every twenty years, we turn on your turn on your speakers. I want to hear the MIDI music. Right. <laughs> No, you don't. It's the hamster dance. Let's check out their history. <laughs> bedger, 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 bedger. Uh, I'm trying to figure out which jurisdiction they... Uh, okay. So, probably their own. Canada was chartered... In 1813, the Southern Jurisdiction established the Supreme Council for the... Ah, damn it. Okay, they're like two steps removed from NMJ. So, 1845, the Northern Masonic Jurisdiction made a Supreme Council in England and Wales. And in 1874, England and Wales authorized the formation of the Supreme Council in Canada. <clears throat> So they are northeast. That saddens Meh. me a little. Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel about it. Meh. <laughs> yeah, but so I have this entirely unwarranted desire to compete with the northern Masonic jurisdiction, even though I know relatively nobody who's in it. It's just a thing that I've always had. <laughs> I have there there has to be a them, right? If there's an us, there has to be a them, and so NMJ is my them. Well, no, because you're southern jurisdiction, so your them would probably be uh the Jesuits. Yeah, well, I was there's that too. I I do but Bruce is around a lot, so I have to kind of tone that down. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. Are we Bruce, gonna are we gonna Jesuit? out him as a Jesuit? <laughs> Ah, okay. No, I, I misunderstood. Are you part of one of the other like 6,000 orders? I think within masonry or within the church? Either. Uh, well, we know about masonry. He's uh, part of the After Lodge crew, which is its own special. Its own little branch. Flavor. Yeah. It's like a dangling branch. It's more of like a twig. The, the not so bright, leaf right. on the end. Yeah. Why not? I I kind of want to petition yeah, the purple leaders to uh, make our podcast a recognized, like uh, a recognized body. We could have degrees and everything. But yeah, hmm. I'm all for it. We could, like you already know we have Josh on board. If you just talk about, well, yeah, if there's a dues card initiating involved, a new anything, yeah, in the state, Josh is on board. And if there's a deuce card, we'll get Nick Johnson. And uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Especially if you you can give him another apron to wear while he wears all his other aprons at the same time. Dang. Yeah. How do his pants stay up? You're assuming probably aprons? one too many things in that equation. Got it. I was gonna say, are there special apron suspenders for? Uh... You wear enough aprons, they go all the way around. Yeah. No need for pants. It's not very that I know, Irish. I'm not thing the guy to, to do that. Very Irish thing to say. Yeah, I am not the guy to wear twelve aprons while walking around my house. Uh, nope, not for me. Nope. I feel nope. like one at a time. I feel like you're denying too strongly. Me thinks no, the I, lady I, doth I, protest too much. <laughs> I just know how much. Yep. How many eyebrows that raised <laughs> when Nick proclaimed that he wore all those aprons at one time? Hmm. Hmm. I don't. 
I actually don't have any aprons here. I'm like looking around trying to think about it. Like, well, I do, I do have one. Sorry, I've got my uh, I've got my white apron. I have thus far in my Masonic career resisted the urge to buy a special apron. I still just have the one. Oh, mm-hmm. forgot about my old. Yep, seven. You said the one. I've got seven in my house. Well, so that fancy one I get to wear in the consistory isn't actually mine. It never leaves the valley. In fact, our uh, our robing guy keeps very strict inventory of those. Do you guys actually wear those in your neck of the weeds for Scottish right? So the consistory officers do like during reunions. Yeah, like up here. Uh, we don't wear I've them like during anybody meetings or anything. It's just uh, like during the reunions. So, hmm. yeah, there's only like six of them. So. And and I understand that they they're not they're not easy to come by for some reason. Like they end up getting like custom ordered for any valley that needs them. So they're pricey. So I don't know. May have just been the ones we got, but the the consistory officers used to wear swords, and then I became part of the consistory, and they're like, ah, we're doing aprons now. <laughs> We're not going to give something sharp to this uncoordinated butt. Hey, you know what? They let me wear a sword for eight here, years in the council. Here, here, have this very soft apron. Don't hurt yourself. I had a sword for eight. Try years. not to try not to pin yourself with the buckle. Sharp edges or anything. In the last, in the last two years, Wait, that cut they let the me string have a sword. off. In the last two years, it actually came out of the scabbard. The uh, the the six years before that, it was kind of stuck in there because it was old and rusty. <laughs> but the commander sword actually comes out. So that's handy. Oh, and then I left and, and uh, Steve took over and then the, the robing crew, it finally got around to, to reinvigorating the, the council stuff. So they got like brand new swords. And I, I just feel like the timing at our Valley is all aimed at uh, let's keep Harlan from the cool stuff. That's most masonry to be honest. That's, that's uh, that. <laughs> you ever yeah. seen the Truman Show? It's like that, but for you. Got it. That's <laughs> a massive conspiracy to keep Harlan from finding out the truth. <laughs> it's completely fair. I was thinking of all the cool things that happened at our lodge, like before and after I was master. But that year we had like less <laughs> attendance than Grand Central Park. Right. Yeah. Don't worry though, John. I'm sure that had nothing to do with Harlan. I am far too narcissistic to believe that. Ha ha! It's funny. Yeah, I don't know. No, I got, I got nothing for that. I, I, I know my lodge tents. I think either may have trended downward for a little bit, but then back up when I was master. But that's because everybody had to buckle in and get used to me. I don't know. I, I tried to bring in Hooters girls to raise attendance, but. <laughs> I kept getting outvoted. That actually well, kind of insisting on wearing April say that kind of actually happened in a York right degree up here, like from my understanding, like fifteen years ago. Hey, whatever works, man. Uh, <laughs> Everybody loves some Hooters wings. Mmm, gourmet hot dog. Mmm. Yeah, no, they don't. Those wings are terrible. No, all their food. There's terrible. only one reason that place is still in yes. business. Yes. You uh, don't go to Hooters to eat. You go for bad beer and well, the obvious. So the calendar things. Yeah. 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 Trivia night. <laughs> the the football game's on. <laughs> yeah. Going to going to watch the game. My my TV doesn't work. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It could it, it could work, right? You get some catered Hooters and see uh, see what happens. No, Bruce, you're the uh, chairman of trustees oh. now. You want to? I don't even want to back my play on this. Girls, for, first Hooters. off, I the fact that you put Zero catered and Hooters in the same sentence. Now I'm like going. Do they cater? Why would they cater? And how bad would that catering be? 
yes, they do cater. Um, they Are cater, you kidding me? Seriously, they make money, and uh, it is about as abysmal as what you find in the restaurant. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming like a girl who comes with the food, though, right? Like, uh, yeah, that's what you're paying for at Hooters is the ambiance. Do they bring a yeah. TV, a flat screen, and and mount it up on the wall too, uh, right behind the food? And I don't, I don't know, so they can blare sports at your. This, so my wife's uh, my wife's uncle had a birthday party, and I guess his wife knows whoever owns the Hooters here, and so they had this whole thing <laughs> catered, and yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So I know they do it. I have no idea how much it costs. I'm kind of scared to ask, but uh, they do it. I, you're better off having Chuck E. Cheese cater your party from a culinary standpoint. Yeah, but I don't know that that would help lodge attendance. In fact, no, right. no, 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 I mean, no, 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 no. This isn't the Knights of Columbus. We're not going. Yeah, Little Caesars. It's it's the perfect mix <laughs> of. Cheap food and edibility. It's you use this word. It's a word. Food. I don't think we agree on its meaning. Oh, food or edibility. <laughs> Either of them, actually. We do. We do have a lot Should, of little Caesars for lodge. You keep though. using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, little Caesar, or as uh, Jason calls it, aids on a pizza. Uh, is the staple of I, our lodge when the stewards just don't feel like doing something. I beg to differ. I've had AIDS on a pizza, and it was my one and only trip to your guys' neck of the weeds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, but we went to a pizza buffet for lunch at like 1.30 in the afternoon, 10 minutes before they were closing the buffet. That's kind of on us. And I don't mean no. us like you. That was pretty much... I, I'm going to blame Jason for that one, to be we, honest. We also went to that... Okay. That particular that pizza buffet, which like that, that particular location, every restaurant that's ever been there and that pizza joints like the 12th, um, <laughs> they've all been, I, I think they're all owned by like the same guy and they're like, let's just buy another franchise and run it into the ground. So listen here, you pikeys. If I'm traveling down there in February, apparently is probably what it's going to end up being. If we're, Going to go to lunch from the airplane, which I generally will get off of half hammered to begin with, to travel to lunch and then to go to record, and you don't have anything else planned, you're taking my happy ass to a White Castle. Uh, there, so there was a White uh, Castle like two minutes from I, where we were. So. John, you just said you wanted a decent lunch this time. I grew up eating White Castle. It's better than that. It is. We we could take him. Uh, we could take him down to the the special place down in uh, down in Crime County, the the historic <laughs> restaurant. Special like orthopedic shoes special or like. No, it's like a. It's a I'm really not, really old place. With a lot of history and, uh, uh, it's down in Marshallstown, and uh, right there in the big circle. It's been around for like 200 years. And oh, yeah. With the with the with the jail a collection of every type of a certain spirit that you could possibly think of. Also that. Um, yeah. Honestly, we should spirit just do that more is, uh, related things when John is here because he's a fan. Yeah, well, that's. Uh, Western Pennsylvania whiskey is uh, is really big here and. Uh, Right. I, I forget the difference, you know. <laughs> this particular place has a lot of uh western Pennsylvania whiskey. Say, admittedly, I I have managed to transit from uh Irish whiskey to uh bourbon recently or rye, so yeah. It's I'm, a bad I'm influence game. you you have hanging out with Pennsylvanian heathens. I I, I don't know how much longer I can keep doing that. So <laughs> uh, we could we could do that. It's a bit out of the way, but uh, you know, there's opportunity. For John. Also, John's coming out of his way. That weekend is uh, I, not that I forgot. I just uh, happened to look at the calendar, and I mean, admittedly, um, if you push it out far enough, I'm not going to need airplane tickets because I'm just going to ride down. Well, it's my uh, my boy's birthday is that Sunday. It's a 12 hour ride. Yeah, 
God, that sounds like abysmal on a bike. Oh. 12 hours, John? I'd probably I'd probably do it over a period of two days, maybe. Or maybe I'd just hyper caffeinate and you do it. I've done death metal. I mean it's a, it's a it's a very decent drive. It's a little I mean I did a 14 hour ride on in the back of a Kawasaki ninja multiple times. Oof. It can be done. Yeah, and now I've got a big honking bagger now where I will when it's out of storage. So yeah. Um, there was one trip I did, uh, two 12 hour days in a row. Uh, I still walk funny like 12 years later, but, uh, I did it so it can be done. Well, every year in Minnesota, we do the, there's a, uh, it's called the iron ass 1000 iron. You ride the, yeah, you, you start in Minneapolis or St. Paul and you ride the perimeter of the state and it's basically a thousand and some odd miles and you're, you do it in 24 hours that sounds uh yeah you do that in the summertime yeah uh do you ever get now i will point out this pink little irishman has never done it yeah uh, i don't know i um i don't know if i could still do things like that so when i did these kind of things i was you know 21 years old I'm not now. I had more uh, more alcohol than sense back in those days. Don't you still? Yeah, 50-50. Um, yes, but it's because of more alcohol. So <laughs> we'll, we'll get you up. And, uh, you know, since circumstances have lined up and all of our women are going to some murder podcast thing that Sunday. Oh night. yeah. I forgot about that. Um, figured my boy's birthday party is going to be at some point. I, I could tell him uncle John's coming. <laughs> and I'll be he, like, who? he, he couldn't pick me out of a lineup of one. I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> In fact, I don't think your wife could pick me out of a lineup of one in most days. He gets all excited when uh, when he comes down here on, on recording nights to say hello to everybody. Well, it's because he knows Boos. Yeah, he doesn't know <laughs> Boos. Uh, yeah, he might enjoy that. Or he might like scream and throw one of his many, many, many trucks at your head. We'll see. Yeah, I, I have a boy. That, that would be old home. That's yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna say those would be equally amusing. Those two things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing that out there. Um, I don't know what uh, what to arrange for Sunday night when you come, but we'll we'll figure that out. <clears throat> I had assumed that we would all go out and such, but uh, seems our wives are already going out. See, you should bring the missus, and she can go to the the murder thing too. Yeah, I have horrible luck bringing my wife to anything Masonic related. You probably don't want her hanging out with the women from our lodge anyway. They're they're kind of like a cult of their own, and so every time somebody joins and they they take a liking to their wife, and then they corrupt them, and then yeah, they have like their own separate circle of. Uh, of communication. I'm pretty sure there's like a secret group chat somewhere where they, like, Oh, for oh, sure. You'll never believe what Bruce just did. And they're all like, ah, that asshole. Yeah. Well, my wife, my wife has this particular quirk. I have the same quirk, but hers is a little more exasperated. Um, she, you know, she hates people. <laughs> yeah. So she'll probably fit right in. Oh, all right, cool. That's, um, yeah, the, uh, they could they could uh, induct her into the Northern Star. Did that ever become a thing, Bruce? Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, no, I, I did too. They Thank suddenly we, all stopped. We, we put a bullet in that and buried it six feet deep. No, we think we did. We it's don't know that they didn't just. We don't know that they haven't already done it, Bruce. It's a secret organization. Unlike <laughs> our organization, we'll never find out about it. He's got a point. Uh, so now everything bad that happens in our lives, we can just blame on the uh, on the Northern Star. We can become like uh, tinfoil internet conspiracy dudes. 
Gentlemen, I think I may have just broken a, a severe conspiracy conundrum that many have had over the years, I think, with this conversation. I have now discovered that the Illuminati has managed to take over masonry, not from a frontline effort, but by co-opting our wives. Yeah, they went for the competent half of the fraternity. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, actually keep it's their mouth. brilliant, honestly. That's, that's our weakness. <laughs> oh, we're not, we're not going to talk to those boobs. Hey, ladies, how are you doing? Yeah. I mean, that's like if you were going to do that, that would be an incredibly effective way to do it. Damn. I don't want to think about this anymore. <laughs> I've been duped. I really am a stooge of the Masons. I just didn't know. I think I, I think I may started a brand new online conspiracy. Oh, wow. Yes. Let the chaos flow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Weishop was no dummy. So, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, I'm never going to be able to look at them the same. Okay, okay. This is... Say, the only reason they got caught is the priest they trusted got, you know, hit by a lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. So, this is this is too deep for me. Like, my brain is reeling. John, why did you break me? <laughs> Like if there was a fraternity within the fraternity, but made up of people who could control the outer fraternity and knew how to keep their mouths shut, you'd have... You'd be the wives. You'd have... Well, you'd have it all. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, make, a, make a note of this. Uh, we're going to go ahead and censor this whole section out. Um, <laughs> and on that note... Oh uh, boy. <laughs> so you see, Bruce, the Northern Star thing was just something they threw around to throw us off the trail because John was getting a little too close. It's the, all the, the conspiracy is vast. I'm going to start working on this immediately. Yep. Um, I don't know, but really, you bring her down. We'll, we'll get yeah, her some, uh, yeah, yeah. some true crime podcast tickets. That were like seventy dollars. Should make some friends. Yeah. <laughs> with with all the other women who are fascinated by a murder podcast. Nothing bad could possibly come of this. It's your wife that does most of this instigating, Harlan. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I have that impression, but I always think it's Marshall's wife that instigates everything and then I, I don't I don't actually know that that's part of the conspiracy. They keep us all thinking that it's one of the other guys' wives. It's the ringleader. Yeah, no. Kim always says it's it's the other two's idea. 100%. Yeah, see, and and I'm sure that I'm sure Marshall's wife always tells him that that it's your woman's doing, and and it's yeah. You see, we'll never know who the they got like a Princess Leia thing going on. Like so, everybody's just a just a dupe for the others, and we'll we'll never find the ringleader. Right. God, they're clever. It's like when they were kids, they just, you know, it, like everybody told everybody's mom that they were at one of their other friends' houses, and then they'd all go down an alleyway. And, yeah, and the girls yeah, always got away with drugs that. and stuff. The girls always well, that's with that. When the, when, when the guys yeah, well, try to the do that. Well, trying to break into shit. That's true. Well, and, and because me? they all knew how to keep what their mouths shut. Like, when the guys tried to do that, like, you know, Somebody would call Bobby's house, and then Bobby would be like, oh, no, nobody's here, Mrs. Johnson. And you're like, damn it, Bobby. The girls didn't oh, have that's that problem. A, that's the rule of thumb. You figure out who the dumbest friend is, and that's the first one you call. Like, hey, is Jack over there? Okay. Yeah, so that worked. You find the weakest That worked thing. for the boys. The girls had, like, the, the solidarity show. Like, oh, no, they all went over to Kim's house. I see. <laughs> Uh, this was perfect. This was all perfectly conceived. It's all so clear now. And I don't like it. So now the question is, what are they doing? Are they, are they really building the new world order? Well, and the longer I pay attention to, and it's funny because the longer I pay any remotely any attention to any Masonic Facebook page, because I'm, I follow a couple of them. This is perfectly 
This is a very sound theory. Jinx Bunny is going to be so pissed when she finds out, Bruce. She got thrown in with the men and left out. I mean, she she has played that line really hard from the beginning. Also, I I cannot fathom that she still listens to this show. It's been like three years. She made a comment on Reddit, so... Well, that's true. I uh, I actually haven't. I must have missed it. Of course, I also didn't go on Reddit for good. We reasons. used to have. There was a co-mason on the uh, Freemasonry subreddit that uh, I think just enjoyed being the center of controversy and can't falter. Yeah, um, she was a, a bit of a, a sub celebrity on the show for some of its early episodes. <laughs> like that's half a good the, word for it. Yeah, half interesting. Of the, Half of the Glenn Beck whiteboard was filled with uh, what shit did Jinx Bunny say this week? I would say more than <laughs> she, was, she she was the paparazzi who hid in the bushes and took pictures. Yeah, yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. like that. And sold them uh, to Us Weekly. We got into... I, I usually stayed away and, and let Jason handle all of the trolling, except there was that one thing where she was advertising that her lodge had kosher dinners and I forget what city she was in, but like I had to chime in at some point, like, no, 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 you, you can't, you can't say that. Like that's illegal in most places. <laughs> Your food is not kosher. And then we got on this whole debate about like what's actually kosher. And then she wanted to debate theology with me. And I'm, I'm like, no, no, there there's, there's legal definitions to this. Like, like in city ordinance, you can't yes. say you're offering a kosher meal unless it meets these requirements. I don't care. That is, that's been codified in secular law. Yeah. Well, you know, she's a messianic type. So, you know, they, Jews for they Jesus. play a little fast and loose with the rules. And uh, so she continued bantering about this. And I'm like, you, you really shouldn't be saying that. Like, she thought she say like it's a non-pork with meal. The Jew, she didn't realize he was a lawyer as well. Uh, <laughs> well, because well, in, there's certain it's either that or a doctor. Like it's not a big deal here because there's not a lot of Jews around and like nobody would care. But if you're in certain cities and you're advertising like, "Hey, we're doing this breakfast or whatever," and the food is kosher, and then like an observant Jew comes to your establishment and then later learns that it wasn't. Like there's so because yeah. it's been like five. We've, we've got a couple of those towns up here. I understand. Like yeah, there's so in most of the towns like that, there are like city ordinances about you can't advertise kosher food unless it's actually kosher. Um, and yeah, we went on for like how long did that go, Bruce? Like four days or something before I was finally Jesus. like I finally figured out at some point she tipped her hand and I realized I was dealing with a messy. And that's when I like backed up slowly. That's when it got messy. That's usually my reaction is I'm talking to somebody. I figure out they're a messy and then you just back away slowly. Like, you know what? There's nothing that's good going to come of this. I'm just backing away. And uh, that was, that was the last I actually heard or saw anything from her. So I hope it wasn't me that ran her off. She was kind of amusing. I still think it was Jason. In fact, I blame him for most things. I'm not convinced it wasn't Jason's wife the whole time. Just it was probably Tony, honestly. <laughs> or Tony. <laughs> Every controversy. All, all the other was... fake accounts were him. John, we found like maybe <laughs> at least half a dozen fake accounts he made. <laughs> he'd, he'd pretend to be some random listener and say that he was offended by something we said one show. That's <laughs> like, I, I always say I like chaos and can create it. That Tony's Typhon. Yes. I mean, he is. Well, and you don't know <laughs> if he's actually like creating sock accounts to screw with people or if he just forgot the passwords to the other ones. And that that's more of his chaos that he sows because you don't right. know. Right. He's a screaming savant. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, the, the like I, he's roping dope me on a couple of shows where I'm like, really? Are you that? Oh, he, no, he got the, me. the kind of mayhem that man can. sow is, uh, it's fantastic to watch. You really should have been around during the political campaign last year. Oh, both times he's ran for office. It's been the, the comedy. You just, you can't buy like you, no. you just, you have to live it. 
and uh, the way he would make people dance in knots and you know run into walls was it's priceless. Um, he is he's an asset to our lodge for that reason. Uh, having Grand Sensor Bob in in the east and oh, then having Tony around everything. at lodge meetings, ah, it's good times. <laughs> And then he apparently showed up to Thanksgiving dinner in a Yeti suit. I, I wasn't there because I was at the uh, investiture. Did he actually do that to me? Now, you mean Yeti as in... Like the abominable like, snowman. I was saying, either that or like the mugs? No, no. I think it was... Yeah, my brother told me that he showed up dressed in a Yeti costume and didn't realize it was like the formal Thanksgiving dinner thing. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh that's, oh, that's bloody marvelous. Yeah. Yeah. So I could totally see him doing that though. <laughs> yeah. Well, he apparently did it to screw with Bob and then didn't realize just how badly he was going to screw with Bob because it was a formal dinner. Ah. <laughs> uh, so yes, that's these are the kind of guys we let into our lodge, John. Are Are you sure you want to be hanging around down here? Uh, he didn't answer, Harlan. I'm getting concerned. I hang out with some interesting characters up here. Usually, if I'm not in trouble, they are. So, and and, and admittedly, true. usually I line it up so they're the ones who get in trouble, and I don't. Next time you decide to uh, take on the the entire grand encampment, you should uh, take Tony along for the ride. Oh, I will. Between the two of you. <laughs> Yeah, no, we'll, I'll let him ride shotgun. That'll be worth it. Next thing you know, they're just closing. Like, you know what? We're, we're just folding. <laughs> There's nothing else for us to do here. Mm. Yeah. Though I don't see that happening because the guys that need to be out of power are. And yeah, no, it kind of fixed. Well. I was kind of hoping, speaking of the devil, that he would pop on, but uh, no such thing. I mean, that's a little harsh. What? What? Calling Tony the devil? Yeah. He's big. I've seen him in Santa suit, so he's big and he's red. He is very red. You were at the Halloween party, Bruce. Uh, You saw those tights. You can't what? hide hooves in those. <laughs> it was his home. Hey, camel toes and tights. You can't fault the devil in his home. <laughs> Not when you're as big as Tony. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Something oh, I'll never be able to unsee. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm I'm pretty sure this whole flu outbreak thing in my home happened because we invited Tony for another sacred occasion. And the last time I did that, I got the snake. This time it was it was the plague. I, I feel like yeah, if we invite him. Beelzebub. Yeah. I feel like if we invite him again, like I don't know which one of the plagues is gonna visit itself upon us. It might be the He's gonna stop by for dinner, he's gonna leave. You're gonna all of a sudden have a doll running around your house on its own. What the hell's going on? Water turns red. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Where'd all these frogs come from? Shit. Oh, yeah, no, the frog well, the frogs were last time though. I had the two giant ass bullfrogs just hanging out on the garage window like the next morning. Where did these things come from? Dude, that's awesome. I never see bullfrogs up here. Ah. Uh, that was like the morning after the snake was in my garage, just chilling while I'm changing oil. Um, so yeah, I think I should be taking a symbol from signal from the universe and stop inviting Tony to things that are important to the big guy, or just over, invite over a primal Baptist. They'll just kind of scoop him up and bring him to church service. Oh, he went to. Uh, he played Santa Claus at the the one of the thousand Baptist churches there in Lodgetown. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know why, but he did. He really gets into the Santa Claus thing uh, this time of year. He's well, I bet. Yeah, you see him all over town. Like anywhere there's a Santa Claus in that town, it's probably Tony. 
Uh, um, did you make it to the to the breakfast with Santa Bruce? No, no, I had to work. Oh, that that's right, because eggnog season. Um, also, I haven't had a Saturday off in like sixteen years. But yeah. <laughs> that's the point. I wanted to go, but I had to make the you know thing where I married a nurse and she wouldn't let me go around all the old people while my daughter had the flu. Um, she always kills all my fun. So I had to sit here and read so about just, like the, made you sit at home. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I was going to go to the breakfast. I was, I was going to go to the temple. I was going to do all kinds of stuff that morning, but uh, all those things involve old people. So she wouldn't let me go. Something about old people don't like the flu or something. I don't know. I mean, uh, they don't. <laughs> the flu yeah. doesn't like them either. Coincidentally. Well, that was that's actually she said I could go, but it's not on her when someone dies. And I'm like, well, that's a bit over dramatic. I guess I'll stay home. Damn. She like pre guilted you into giving yes. the entire lodge the flu. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, so now if somebody gets the flu, like I'm gonna just intrinsically feel guilty, and I wasn't even there. Uh, but it's cleaning up, you know. Kids back in school um, today and tomorrow, and then she's gonna be home for two weeks, which sounds like a great thing. But uh, after about the third day, she's gonna make her mother crazy, and then that bleeds over into my world, and yeah. Cause they break down the school day into 20 minute intervals. And so she can't do anything for more than 20 minutes before she's like, mama, what are we doing next? Good talk guys. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I got, nope. I, nope. Yep, yep. I'm just trying to fill yep. airtime. I mean, if you want me to kill the show, I'll kill the show. Somebody could have just said something. I can't. I have. I have. I, I don't even have words left to say. My <laughs> brain say Bruce, you all Bruce cannot understand like a what Christmas time today. does to a mailman's brain. <laughs> have a drink, buddy. Tomorrow will be better than it will. Yeah. Actually, I think today was the last bad day. Tomorrow and Saturday will be all right. Monday will suck, but that'll be the last bad day for sure. You anyway, do ride a, you guys do ride along. I, I wish I could empathize. Use Bruce, the post office. Was you ever do ride I, I would empathize, Bruce, but I spent my whole day in this room working. So, so technically, no, Harlan, uh, John. I don't feel sorry for you at all. F you, buddy. You uh, should. I can. I can make a like a, a special exemption for someone if they would like to. I can yeah. make that happen. I mean, you know, if you want a special helper, I'll put on an elf hat and everything. There's not room in the truck. Somebody would have to ride like on the roof because the packages go in the back. Can Dude, I like? Can I hang on the back? Things go in the back. Yes. Can I hang on the back like a garbage man? Like stand on the bumper and hold the little rail thing? Absolutely. <laughs> You'll have to run a few packages though. I'm good with that. As long as I can wear the elf hat, and I get a cut of the uh, cash that nobody gives the mailman. Yes. It, correct. Harlan, okay. I will even sponsor this as long as you wear the like the big coil-toed bugger Under shoes. Twenty dollars of value is fine. Cash is never fine, officially. So you know, show your appreciation to your mailman. So the moral of the story is, folks, uh, the week. throw some Benjamins for your mailman. Make it rain. Make it rain. If nothing else, buy him a couple yeah. of scratch offs. Yeah, I mean he is entertaining the misses while you're at work, so. Uh, all right, and and you can't put a price on that. Let's be honest. Yes, she needs her milk cold. Mm. <laughs> All right, on that uh, note, this is we're done with this. Thirty-five bucks. That's how much I'll put a price on that. Thirty-five. Okay. Because it's cold. <laughs> I can't. All right, we we have to we have to stop. Yep. This is this has been. Um, this has been three guys hanging out. This has been a...
train wreck. <laughs> but that, this, this is, is an episode. Even, we don't even want to associate the word lodge with this anymore. <laughs> this is what happens uh, when you don't let us go to lodge and right. stuck at home. Uh, so, yeah, you could find the show notes for this or any previously published episode, assuming this one gets published at www. <laughs> afterlodge.com oh i i was informed today that www is implied and that we're no longer supposed to say that so at afterlodge.com you can find us on facebook or twitter at afterlodge shoot us an email afterlodge at gmail.com hang out with us on irc and by us i i really just mean me you all know this by now at irc.snoonet.org pound sign freemasonry and of course the best place to find jeff is on the freemasonry and afterlodge subreddits so, also, next week. And, and my friends in Australia, the best way to go hold of me is through Harland. <laughs> Giggity. Giggity. Later, y'all.